Welcome to day 48 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Leviticus chapter 14 through 15, with a focus on chapter 14, verses 20 to 22. And the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the grain offering on the altar. Thus the priest shall make atonement for him, and he shall be clean. But if he is poor and cannot afford so much, then he shall take one male lamb for a guilt offering to be waved to make atonement for him, and a tenth of an ephod, a fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering and a log of oil. Also, two turtle doves or two pigeons, whichever he can afford. The one shall be a sin offering and the other one shall be a burnt offering. Now, this is speaking about uh, leprosy, and we're, and we're actually going through the laws of leprosy, which is another communal disease. Yesterday, we looked at the dangers of dietary um, issues and, and how eating certain things would make these people very sick. Or in a nomadic desert-dwelling nation, uh, might not be able to be handled or properly cleaned in the way that it needed to do. And now when we're getting to leprosy, God is being very specific about the really quite intense conditions and hoops people had to jump through in order to either be pronounced clean or what would happen uh, if you know the leprosy was a deep, continuous disease. And this wasn't meant to be as a punishment or say, oh, you're unclean, you're evil, you're wicked. It's, you need to stop this from spreading to other people. This isolation isn't because I want to punish you, it's because I want to protect other people. And once again, if, if it was seen to be passed or cleansed or healed, they could be restored to the community. But what really stood out to me is that this is a God who understands our positions. You know, uh, when, he's, when he's giving out the offerings, the, the amount of the oil and the fine flour offering uh, is two-thirds less and others, and then the turtle doves or the pigeons, whatever he can afford, that language really hit me because God's saying it's not your wealth or your lack thereof shouldn't make my forgiveness or your accessibility to me impossible. You know, there was a, a lesser expectation for those who are from a more stressful or dire financial constraint. Not an entirely lifted one, but a lesser one. And it, it makes me think of the God who sees us and walks with us where we are. This is a God who still cares about community because these are you know, uh, leprosy laws. But this is a God who sees the rich and the poor and goes, I'm going to make sure that no matter where you're at, you have access to me. There's still the the severity of the offerings that needs to be upheld and respected, but it's a much lesser burden. It's smaller animals. It's birds as opposed to big, massive, you know, bulls and rams. And I think about the times where God's walked with me in my different seasons and, and in my different growth tracks. And, and God is doing the same for you and God's doing the same for others and so sometimes when we see, oh, well, why did this person get a sign in wonder? Or why did this person get completely freed of their addictions? It's because God is walking with people where they're at. 
kind of reflecting back on yesterday, he, he knows above and beyond what we can. And so he knows the best way to talk to us and to get us on board with his plan and to bring us into a place where we're part of it rather than fighting against it. Whatever one he can afford. And it brings me back to Christ's sacrifice. He paid the final price. God always wanted to create accessibility to us. And the nice thing is, is with Christ, it opened it up to the whole world, to every people, nation, tongue, and tribe. We serve a God of accessibility who wants to meet us where we're at and then rise us up to even more. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.